Report. We're back on your tech report, brought to you in part by Squarespace. Looking to design a website of your dreams, you don't need any experience. Head to squarespace.com and use the promo code YTR to save 10% when you sign up. So, there's a lot of buzzwords in the automotive space these days when it comes especially to the technology in our vehicles. And a lot of confusion around it, too. And one of those things is uh, driver, assist, driver assistance. You know, some people even refer, refer to the term you know, autonomous driving. So we want to dispel some of these right now, and I think our next guest can definitely help that. Jessica Moreno is a program engineering manager for Super Cruise at GM, otherwise known as General Motors. Jessica, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Mark. I'm happy to be here. I need you to first explain to our audience what on earth Super <laughs> Cruise is. And not only that, but how, how it kind of sets itself apart from other kind of similar systems that are on the market today. Right. So Super Cruise, uh, which is uh, you know, my main, main focus for these days, is it's a system. It's a part of our advanced driver assist systems. It allows the driver to go um, hands-free when you're driving on a mapped road. Typically, those mapped roads are going to be expressways. Um, now, this is part of our campaign, right, which is hands-free but eyes on. So the system is not there to allow the driver to... Um, be distracted, to take their eyes off the road. We want the driver to always be in the loop, always be ready to take the wheel. But I think that this system really enhanced the driving experience by allowing the driver to essentially let the vehicle make the decisions for driving in a straight path, um, making lane changes, adjusting speed, depending on the conditions on the road and the traffic. So it's, it's absolutely an enhanced system that offers a driver a much better driving experience. I want to dive into some of the some of the technologies that make Super Cruise work. But before we do that, I want to ask you, I'm curious what the motivation is behind creating a, a service like this. Were there specific issues or opportunities that you were looking to, to address? Yeah, I mean, there's always opportunities. And, and I think this system can be different for lots of different people. So, you know, a lot of... Um, for me, I, I, I get feedback from friends and family that say, okay, this system, I like it because it allows me to go further on my road trips, for instance. Um, you know, you, when, when you're on a long trip, you're constantly, your full body is engaged. You're pressing on the accelerator, pressing on the brake. You're moving your body left to right to make sure that you're monitoring all the traffic. Um, and to be honest with you, when I take our longer trips going up north in Michigan, because that's what we do, it's usually like a two and a half hour to three hour drive. And I'm not as fatigued when I'm done with that drive. So part of it is allowing the customer just to have a more pleasant experience. Um, but I also look at it from the perspective of like my father, for instance, who he's, um, he's gone through a lot of health issues and we've had some periods where he wasn't actually able to drive. And with my mother and her vision, it's hard for her to also see very well. Um, and so I think about them. I think about, you know, they still need to get from point A to point B. And a system like this would really help them to be able to continue to have that freedom and independence to do that, but not be a barrier for them because of health reasons. So there's so many different ways that a customer could leverage the system, you know, and, and I, I think that it's a great opportunity to offer that for our customers. Can we talk about some of the technologies that, that go into making this work? Obviously, we, we know about cameras, sensors, LIDAR. Like how do they how do they all how do you get them all to work in harmony to make sure that 
the experience is a safe one and a reliable one. Yeah. I mean, when, when you say harmony, I think fusion. <laughs> so that's, that's kind of our, our word for harmony is, you know, how do we fuse all of this data and technology together? So we've got cameras in the front, cameras in the rear. We've got radars. Like you said, we have LIDAR. 360 cameras. We also have high definition map data that we're leveraging to see, okay, what is the, the, the scheme of that, that highway, that expressway? Is it three lane? Is it two lane? Where are the exits? Where are the entrances? Where is their construction also? Because that also adds another variable um, to the driving conditions. So there's so much data that the vehicle has available to them, to the vehicle rather, but it's important that we have that, like you call harmony and I call fusion, right? We're pulling it all together and making sure that we understand really truly where the customer is at. Um, at the end of the day though, and I'm gonna say this probably several times, the driver is still in the loop. So if there are conditions where you know, the driver needs to take control, the vehicle is gonna let you know that through haptic, through um, visual aids on the display, through the light bar on your steering wheel changing colors and you need to be engaged and ready to do so. Um, and so, you know, there's, a, it's, it's so much technology, but we're building on so much technology that already exists. I'll say it for you. Don't get out of the driver's no. seat, people, okay? This is not the opportunity <laughs> to get, go play with your dog in the back seat. Absolutely not. Um, and we'll talk about safety in a sure. couple of seconds too, because obviously that that's, you know, one of the biggest keys to this, but I'm curious about, you know, you talked about that, that real time information about construction, about traffic, mm -hmm. just about, you know, highway data. I guess that's the reason that this kind of service needs to be in a vehicle that's constantly connected. Exactly. Right. right. I mean, that's, a, that's one of the, the things that, so my, a big part of my job is making sure that we validate and we validate over many different conditions, weather conditions, road conditions, um, and things are constantly changing. Um, I don't know if you can say this about Canada, but I can tell you about Michigan. There's always some construction on the road. And, you know, the indicators for that construction can vary depending on where you're at. So it could be an orange cone. It could be, a, uh, you know, a cement barrier. It could be many different things. So we're constantly trying to evolve how do we determine um, the conditions of that road? How do we determine the weather and things like that? So, you know, this technology, it's forever going to be growing. Yeah, you talk about Canada. I mean, here just, you know, the, there are tons of tons of, of occasions in the winter, you know, you get a snow squall and yeah. that affects cameras, you know, you know, cameras and LiDAR sensors and stuff like that. They are great pieces of technology, but a camera is still just an eye, right? So yes. it can stop some of these services from working, which is why it's super important to always be cognizant of what's going on in uh, obviously on the road in front of you. Um, exactly. You know, the Super Cruise interact with, uh, you know, emergency services and any kind of real time monitoring to to not preemptively. But if something does happen, at least be able to get you help when you need it. Yeah. And that's I mean, I think that's the system that um, stands General Motors system apart from others is that we have OnStar. Right. So we have OnStar and, and people have been using it for many years now for many different things, whether it's for the safety and, um, uh, package or it's for the concierge package. In this case, we are, like I mentioned earlier, building on that foundation of OnStar. So um, to your point, if I'm driving a vehicle, I'm, I've got my hands free. My eyes are looking straight ahead. Now, we do have a real time camera that is looking at your gaze. 
It's not taking data and sending it to a back office. It's not recording that data and holding on to it. It's not looking at what you're doing in your vehicle. It's just making sure that your gaze is straight ahead and that you are still alert. And a big key of that is we want to make sure the customer is safe, right? So, and, and that makes, gives me peace of mind too, because if my father's driving the system and all of a sudden something happens, God forbid, the system will acknowledge that. So it'll give you some alerts. Like I mentioned, the first level is going to be some gentle haptics, some, the light bar changing displays, and then it will continue to escalate if you don't respond. And at the end of the escalation, if you have not responded over a period of time and a period of escalations, OnStar is going to be there for you. So the vehicle will slowly come to a stop and then OnStar will come on and ask you, how are you doing? Is everything okay? Um, I personally feel good about that. That's peace of mind as far as, you know, for me and my family. It's amazing how far we've come. You know, there's now computer processors in our cars that are capable of, of handling all this information at, at a given point in time. It's just amazing. Right, right. Um, have you had customer feedback? Have people responded to you, kind of given you any indication of, of, of enjoyment of the feature, what their experiences have been? Oh, yeah. We get a lot of customer feedback. So this is my second year of launching. I launched the 23 and now we're in launching 24. So we definitely have um, um We're gathering more and more customer feedback. Um, and I used to work in customer experience where we would do um, monitored interviews and ask customers, what do you think of these systems? What could we do better? You know, how can we enhance this? Because we're always trying to do better. The feedback have, has been, like I mentioned to you, is that uh, the customers really enjoy it. They really love the experience that Super Cruise offers. Um, it is also one of those features, though, that sometimes there's hesitation because they don't completely understand how is it supposed to work, which is the whole idea around this campaign. I mean, even myself, I am a consumer also. We're, we're all consumers. And for me, if, if I have some education on how is this designed to work, uh, what are the capabilities, then I'm going to try it. Once I have an opportunity to try it, I'm going to learn more by, by leveraging it, and then I can become comfortable with it. And then that's our opportunity as the developers to really continue to enhance it and, and develop it further. What, what kind of training is involved? Like, is it just, you know, showcase on delivery of a vehicle and, and let people kind of go out and play with it themselves? Is there any more in-depth kind of information that's given to a driver when they get a vehicle with the uh, with Super Cruise? Yeah, so there's, um, and that, that's part of this campaign. One is even before you set your foot into the dealership, you can go online to gm.com. Everything that I'm talking about and tons more information is available um, to help the prospective driver or the, the, the current customer understand the system so that when you get into the dealership, um, you know, you have a baseline education on it. And we do look to the dealers to offer that additional education on how does the system work. I don't work in the dealerships. I can't speak directly to that and how that, how that interaction happens, but that's that's part of the experience is being able to go into the dealership, ask those questions and make sure that when you leave the dealer with your vehicle, that you have comfort and confidence. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I, know how to, I know how to get in the vehicle and engage Super Cruise and what to look for when it's ready for me to take the wheel. Jessica, are there any uh, in kind of environmental benefits to using Super Cruise? I mean, obviously, with, you know, giving a computer a little bit more control, I think there might be some benefits and efficiency. Um, is that something that's actually considered when designing a system like this? I think, I mean, for me, there's two areas that in my career that I've loved the most. One is 
do, uh, am I doing something that helps to move the industry in a direction that impacts the environment, that helps the environment, that reduces our, our footprint, and also helps to make the driving experience more safe? So I'm always thinking about that. Um, now, does Super Cruise make the vehicle, you know, um, it more efficient? Does it help the environment? We, those, we, we can't directly connect the dots, but there's all these things that are helping to bring it together to make it a better system um, and to make you know, the driving experience better. But a lot of this technology is going into our EV vehicles. And that's really near and dear to me because it now allows me to put something on the market that I can feel good about, that's helping those that may not have the ability to drive long distances to be able to do that, but also in an, an electric vehicle that, you know, reduces our carbon footprint. So, you know, those are the things that we look, that we're happy about. You talked about EVs, um, you know, let's look to the future a bit here. How does, how does Super Cruise kind of contribute to GM's broader vision to the future of transportation? So this is our stepping stone. Um, and that's another bit of information that you'll find on the website is our road to autonomy. Um, this is a stepping stone system. You're still driver in the loop. The vehicle is built to have a driver in the driver's seat. And as we continue to evolve, as our customers get more comfortable with this system, and I'm sure that you're familiar with the ride share, ride hail systems that we have going on with crews, um, co, you know, co-developing with crews. Um, it, this is a stepping stone for our customers to get familiarized with the system, for us to be able to introduce it into our vehicles, um, you know, and then we see where this goes. Now, we don't have, uh, you know, personal autonomous vehicles out on the market at this time, um, but I think it helps to get us to that next level. Amazing. Um, Jessica, thank you so much for taking the time to walk us through this. Oh, I have one more question for you, which is something interesting because you yeah. talked about your, your, your father, you talked about your mother. Um, one of the shows that we produce is actually a show that talks about technology uh, and the intersection of technology and disability. And my mm -hmm. co-host on that show is, is, is legally blind. And whenever we oh, talk wow. about cars and believe it or not, we talk about transportation a lot. It's always in the frame of empowering people with different disabilities to have access to things that they wouldn't necessarily have had access before. And his dream is obviously an autonomous car coming to be able, being able to own a car, you know, being able to own a car, go in and say, take me here, take me there. Yeah. I know you can't answer this but with any kind of validity yes. because, you know, the, the future is endless. But do you think we'd ever get to that place? Do you think that technology like this is leading us in that direction? I really hope so. I mean, I, you know, I, I brought in my father, right? <laughs> he, he may be happy or maybe not happy that I'm bringing him in, but I think about technology and, and even though he has limited mobility, um, limitations in being able to do things, there's so much technology that still helps him to get around, whether it be like a, a little scooter that he can move around and, you know, in the mall or whatever. Um, I really hope that we continue to evolve this technology. The, the best thing would be for all vehicles to be, you know, at that same level, right, on the roads, because that, that's what makes it safer. But, um, you know, I hope that we get there. I think that's, that's part of my dream is to see that happen within my lifetime of working at General Motors. Jessica Moreno, thank you so much for taking the time to join us this week on your tech report. Of course, you can guys can uh, go online and look up uh, everything 
about everything we just talked about. Check out uh, yourtechreport.com. And of course, thank you to our sponsor, Squarespace. If you head on over to squarespace.com today and sign up with the promo code YTR, you'll save 10% on your purchase and you can build amazing websites really, really easily there. This has been your Tech Report on behalf of our guest, Jessica Moreno, and of course, our co-host, Mitchell Whitfield. Thank you guys for being with us each and every single week. Reach out at social media, on social media, at Your Tech Report. Of course, our email address, contact at yourtechreport.com. You've been tuned in to Your Tech Report. Join us again next week for another edition. And be sure to follow Your Tech Report online. Email us, contact at yourtechreport.com. Follow us on Twitter at Your Tech Report. Like us on facebook.com slash yourtechreport. For the latest in breaking tech news and reviews, yourtechreport.com The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Crier Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Crier Media Network.